What's up, peeps? I am Matt. And I am Mike. And we are the Pink Gold Peeps, two 20-somethings who like to talk all things Nintendo and video games and nerdy things and all that hullabalooski. Mike, how you doing this week? I was good until you said hullabalooski. Hullabalooski. <sighs> Ski. 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 I'm doing good, Matt. I'm That's a little good. tired. We're, we're recording on a Monday this week. We are. It's been it's been busy. Yeah. So uh, I'm a little tired because I came from work. But other than that, I'm good. Good. How about you? I'm pretty good. So far, so good. I'm also a little tired. We had a little Halloween shindig this past weekend. Yeah. Oh, my God. My teeth hurt from all the candy we oh ate. Oh, my God. We ate a lot of candy. Oh, my God. I so think my teeth candy. are numb because I just perpetually eat a lot of candy. But... I mean, like, I eat pretty... I eat pretty poorly, I'd say, you know, mm-hmm. as an adult. I, like, I eat pretty well, normally. Just the weekends, I'm always like, God. It's like you go to Matt's house, and everything you do right in this world just falls apart. Yeah, you, I drink, you, like, you six good. cans of soda, and, like, eat half a bag of chips. And then our friends hang out, and it's like, wow, what happened to me? Yeah, it's... Oh every, every weekend... I gain five pounds, and, the- and then I lose it over the week, and then I gain it again on the weekend. But anyway, yeah, I've been doing pretty good. Good. My, my college roommate came to visit. Yeah. We, we did some recording, which I was going to talk about later, because it has to do with uh, what we've been playing. Cool. Cool. But it was a good time. Cool. You want to jump in right what you've been playing? Yeah, why don't we do that? So, Mike, what have you been playing? All right, so I'm playing a lot of little things, but I will say this. Uh, yesterday, I completed Starlink Battle for Atlas. Nice. I very much enjoyed the game. I clocked in a little bit above 20 hours, and I enjoyed the experience. It didn't it didn't stay too long. Near the end, I was like, listen, I kind of know what's left to do, and I want to do it, but it wasn't like, ugh, just let me skip this and let me go to the end. Because, so you've, I think you've gotten to this point. There's a point in the game when you start, like, really, like, just traveling between the planets, right? You... There's, there's dreadnoughts in the sky, mm-hmm. and then there's a prime on a planet, and then the prime puts down the extractors, right? And the first couple ones I went through, I said, okay, like, I went, because I went to all the planets, I killed all the extractors, and then I found the prime, and then I went to the dreadnought, and it was fun. But in the last area, I was like, listen, there's, like, 15 dreadnoughts here, or fi- not 15 dreadnoughts, <laughs> 15 extractors here, because this is the last planet I went to, and obviously the prime was having a field day on this planet while I was gone, and I said, instead of doing it the way I'm like, you know, you're, the game's designed to, it allows you to fight things ahead of time. So what I did is I took down like four extractors, and then I took down a really, really strong prime, which was a lot of fun because it's something that no other prime has done because they've never been this powerful. And then from there, I went to fight the last dreadnought, and I was like, okay, now I'm going to do the last couple things, and I'll finish the game. And it was a good experience. That's good. One thing I want to share with you I thought was really funny. So at the end of the game, I was looking, and I was like, you know, I, I'm happy I bought this version of the game. And, like, you know, by the end of the game, I kind of decided what I was using. You know, like, I, I wasn't really... I'd say in the first, like, five hours, I was switching out, like, my ships and my wings and my weapons. And after that, I kind of just started switching around weapons. I was like, I like the layout I have. I was using the R-wing and, like, two sets of wings and guns. And then I looked at the guns that I used during the game, and it was, like, the base set. Star Fox set comes with... The R-Wing, it comes with the fire laser cannon, the ice homing missiles, mm-hmm. and the rail gun. Like, that's <laughs> just, okay? My main five weapons, without knowing this, the ice homing missiles, the fire, the fire beam blaster thing, the rail gun, <laughs> and the shotgun, which is bar none the best weapon in the game. Like, mm-hmm. just, like, you kill an extractor in four hits levels of good. <laughs> 
There's a, there's a couple weapons that can yeah. do that. And then there's like an ice beam. And the fighting is, I was looking, those two come in a pack together. Now, it's funny because like, listen, if I had done that, even physical, it would have been more money than it was digital deluxe. Right. But I just thought it was really funny. And it's a testament to saying, if I were to just buy the bare minimum, would I still enjoy this game? The answer is yes. Because as much as I like playing around with the other weapons... I really had, like, this was these were my main weapons that I was switching between all the time. I felt like there was never a point where I had to use a different weapon because the weapons I was using weren't good enough. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I wanted to say it's a really cool testament to how good the game is, even if you were to just get the physical edition. Yes, no, I, I'll give it that. It Like, you can fully enjoy the game and complete the game from start to finish by just buying the starter pack. Yeah. If you wanted to. Or just by buying the $60 digital version. You will not really feel that much of an impediment of, oh, well, I can't do this because there are, like, with that said, though, my review of this game would just be better without all those cash-grabby aspects of it. Oh, it just yeah. Because, like, it does still annoy me. Like, for example, they charge people for different pilots. Yeah. But the pilots are almost meaningless. Yeah, it's like the only difference is they have a different skill tree. And the um, and they have a different special ability. Right, but I mean, a lot of the skills on the skill tree are fairly similar to one another. Yeah. First of all, and second of all, those special abilities that they have aren't game breaking. No, they're any not. Other. They're 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 good and they're strong and they give you an edge. There's some because I've I've been playing most of the game as Fox. Of course. There's a lot of the time where I'm like I'm in a bad situation and then Star Fox comes in and then they they get some of the guys off my tail for a little while, and then I can heal up. And I'm like, all right. Have you found that Slippy's somehow worse? Because I feel like every time Slippy comes in, he doesn't do much. <laughs> and I'm not just saying that. I feel like if you get Falco, you're like, yes, everyone's going to die. You know it's an order, right? Like, yeah. It always goes in the same I know order. it does, but every time I use Slippy, I'm always like, gosh, I feel like nothing happened. <laughs> I don't know. Um. Uh, yeah, and I will say this also with the pilot thing, like... Mason, the main character, I got this wrong a few weeks ago. He's the one whose main, he's like a second ability is gives all other pilots plus 100 experience points. So it's like, if you're not playing the Star Fox version, you're getting the guy whose abilities are only good if you have more guys. That's weird. And then Star Fox. But again, the abilities really don't matter. No, they like, don't. I can't stress enough. They don't matter. They're cool. And and I liked playing with characters, but like I just found myself calling back to Star Fox. Or the plant guy. The plant guy who talks like this. Oh, I like him. Yeah. I'm like, um, yeah, I'm playing Red Dead Redemption in space. <laughs> <laughs> the, my, like, my biggest problem with the game is how many things there are that could be really good that just aren't. Yeah. And there's, like, the pilot thing, for example, for one point. There's a couple a couple platforming-esque sections with the ship. Where I'm like, if they played with this a little bit more, I could see how it would be interesting. Oh, I like those sections. And now, I will say this... Uh, I'm not saying I didn't like them. I'm just saying they could have gone farther with the idea. Oh, sure. Sure. And, what, were you going to say something? Uh, I, got, I, got the, I got the mod very early on that gives you a double jump, and it made the platforming sections really I, funny. I haven't even heard of that mod. Oh, yeah, you could do double jumps. And it's a lot of fun, because it's like... Certain platforming challenges become a joke, but other ones you're like, oh, this is not the way I'm supposed to do this, <laughs> but this is how I'm going to do this. There's, um, the other thing is that, um, all of the planets, they may look different, they may have different feels to them, but they are basically the same thing. Like, I'm going around one planet, I'm like, I feel exactly the same as I do going around this planet, you know? The, the ground is shaded differently, the trees have a different model. The animals look a little bit different, but they're all the same. Functionally speaking, yes, they are all identical. And it's like, the different regions in Breath of the Wild's map 
feel more like different planets than the different planets in Starlink. Yes, I will say I think while while you know geographically speaking they look different. You know they they thought like like Karid is the desert planet and then Tundria is the ice planet and the one's the fire planet. While they look different, and yeah, it's like you know there are like liquid areas that if you stay over there from too long, like your your temperature will go too high or too low. They would have to add more to the game, I think, to make them really feel different. Right, and like, like, why aren't there like volcanoes or something on the fire planet? Yeah, oh, there are a couple things. Like, I liked in the ice planet. I don't know if you've been there yet. I've been there. Um, there are those. There's like that big canyon area. Yeah, I really enjoyed just like, especially when the Legion was still like very strong there. I'd get up on top and I'd just do like, like just, um, like plateau hopping where i just like jump from plateau to plateau in in the low range mode and just kind of like cruise around and like have fun with that yeah so it's like they have a couple i mean they have a couple geographic things that are unique but yeah i wish they could do something more to make them feel more uh, yeah i guess just more it's separate and it's like the legion enemies you'll see on the ice planet are usually ice guys like her but i don't know it's one of those games where like i like i'm enjoying what i'm doing right now but as soon as I finish the main campaign, I'm not going to go back to it. Like, yeah. ever again. I imagine if I wanted to, like, go fly around on a planet, I'd do it for, like... So, like, because we have the game digitally, if I, like... I'm in between games on the Switch, and I'm on the train, I'm like, I want to kill 20 minutes. Yeah, let me go down to a planet. But, like, I don't know. I mean, with just the indie scene on the Switch, I feel like there's so many other games that fill that 20 slot better than this game. Yes, Why I wouldn't say it would be the first game I'd go to. a round of Binding of Isaac in those 20 minutes? Because right? I don't have it digitally. <laughs> well, I mean, other than that, you know. Yeah. It, it's a fun game, and I enjoy it. I don't see myself coming back to it for a while. It, it's the kind of game that if I were to come back to it, I'd probably just, like, wipe my file and start over. Yeah. And, like, that'd be fine. And I'd play it no, for, like, the then Then I'd be like, that's too much work of doing just the same thing over and over and over again. Maybe. It's like... I think now that I've played through it, so I, like I said, it took me 20 hours to beat the game. If I said, okay, I'm just going to beat this game and run through it, and it would take me 10, 15 hours, like most people said, like, oh, if you rush through the game, it'll take you 10 hours, I might do that, you know? It's like how I played Doom, where mm -hmm. I didn't try to 100% anything. It took me maybe like eight hours to finish. But, like, to, when I beat Starlink, I said, oh, what am I going to play until Let's Go comes out? And I'm just like, I'm just playing Mario Kart and uh, Risk of Rain, but... I almost picked up Doom. I was like, let me just play through Doom again. Like, why well, not? I mean, Doom's fun. It's, yeah. It's a good... But that's an experience designed for short play, you know? Like, there are there are games that are designed for that short, like, let's do this. You know, Uncharted 3 is eight hours long, essentially. Mm -hmm. And it's not because it's a bad game. It's not because you can rush through it. It's just because it's an experience supposed to simulate a blockbuster movie. Yeah. And eight hours is all it needs to be a really good game. Yeah. But Starlink shouldn't be like that. The developers had no intention of making it like that. It's just there's not enough interesting, engaging things in the world, and there could have been. Yeah. I'm not saying the game couldn't be better, but I think because it's it's kind of like the unique situation I'm in, where I don't buy a lot of games digitally. So you, generally speaking, my, my library on the train is limited if if I like I don't want to play the game that's in my is in my cartridge slot. But because I have the digital deluxe edition. Because if I were to start the game over, I could play with a completely different player and a completely different ship and a completely different set of weapons. That is why I would be like, functionally speaking, I like the game's elements. They're not super deep, and I probably wouldn't play for super long. 
but because it's just short enough, I could see myself saying, I just beat a JRPG, and I'm about to start another JRPG, but I want a cleanser. Let me right. play Starlink for 10 hours. Even if I don't beat it, just to fly around with, you know, the, the, the rocket ship with the fast gun and the chargey bit. Just to mess around. I, like, I get that, but also... And I guess, I guess because it's digital, it's a little different. Yeah, but it's like, definitely because it's digital. I feel like everybody has other games they would go to before Starlink. Like, wouldn't you go to Mario Odyssey or something before you go to Starlink? If you were to ask me randomly, yes. I think the reason that this game has kind of struck me so much is, again, just because when it comes to space flight simulator kind of games like this, never I've one. never played one before. So I'm sure sooner or later there's going to be another. There was actually a, an indie game. Yeah, I was about soon. to bring that up. That that one looks really fun. Yeah. I want to try that. Really if that hard. one if that one turns out to be really good, it'll probably replace Starling for mm-hmm. me. But it's just yeah, I think it's just the kind of game it is, and the fact that I've never played one before. It's just for me, I cannot see myself going back to Starling because there are a bajillion games that I would want to go back to before Starling. Yeah, well, I mean, you have games to finish too. I am yeah, I do have games to finish. <laughs> I plan on finishing Octopath as soon as I finish Starling. Cool. Um. But yeah, and the other thing is that space is relatively barren. It is. I really like just the calmness, though, of, like, the, the I, you don't play with headphones on. But when you're flying in space with the hyperdrive on, there's, like, the, the, like the soothing sounds of the hyperdrive. Oh, no, I can, like, I play, like, in like... bed and everything's just silent and it's just, like, all I can hear is my switch. And I do like that, but also... Good God, are those hunters annoying or those outlaws? Oh, I, like one or two times, like a trip, I'm like, this is kind of fun, okay. But when I like run into outlaws outlaw like five thing. times, I'm like, oh my God, end. Well, I'll say near the at later points of the game, I think once you're like level twenty or something like that, I feel like they just start coming yeah. up less frequently. And when they do, it's like there's three of them. It's like laser cannon, laser cannon, laser cannon. Turn back on the hyperdrive, <laughs> they're dead. My um, my like level progression has accelerated a lot yeah because well, I, I just killed a prime and i gained two levels yeah like instantly i was like okay you know last uh, on saturday when we were playing games you saw you're like how long have we playing this game because i had like 68 nova and like you were 3 million electron. yeah that's what happens though near the end of the game everything just ramps up yeah i was like whoa okay yeah yeah so i'm going i'm going right now to finish up star fox Remember yesterday, I texted you, I think I'm going to finish Starlink tonight. Yeah. And you were like, yeah, you might. You're on the back half of the game. I didn't do any more story. I just did side stuff through the yeah. rest of the night. But, uh, yeah, no, it's, I would say it's a 7 out of 10. It is a good game that will be easily forgettable. Yeah. I think it will show up on honorable mentions from time to time as a cool space game that Maybe. came out on the Switch. Yeah. But I don't think in four years we'll be talking about Starlink Battle for Atlas. Exactly. I'll probably look at it one day in like four or Hell, five years from now and say... one year we're not going to be talking about no, Starlink Battle for Atlas. Yeah. It's it's a pity. I, I hope this game does, commercially speaking, well enough to warrant a sequel. Just because I would love to see them like take this and make it better. I like Yeah, exactly. I think that if they just scrap Toys for Life, scrap that whole thing and just focused on making a good game... They can make a really good game. They could. There's a, there's a shell of something really cool here. It just got bogged down by the money. And I think I think that is a great way to sum up Starling. Yeah. And it, it's just, I mean, it is. they decided they wanted to make like a, a complex game. But it originally was a game for kids. Yeah. And that shows. It and they make mean, it bad. Have it you just... heard their explanation of why it is the way it is? Is because kids today are growing up with parents who are gamers, yeah. so they have played so many games, so kids can now take on complex games yeah. and understand what's going on. And I, I fully agree with that. Like, I used to be a camp counselor, and I've heard kids talk about video games, and they, they really do know what's going on. Like, 
Um, do you know Infamous on the PlayStation? Yeah. Um, there was one of my campers who, because I was playing through Infamous the same time one of my campers was, <laughs> and it's not like a, it's not the, a crazy complicated game. It's an action, it's yeah. an action game, but it's not simple either. No. It's so not. I was like very like, wow, this kid knows what's going on. Yeah. It's amazing. I mean, even think about, like, you know, figuring out, like, how to breed Pokemon when you're a kid. Right, like, exactly. Like, something cool that, like, wow, you know, they don't don't treat them like children. Treat them like gamers. And this game is a fun, light experience. And I think it won't have staying power for people like us because it doesn't have that next level. And that's fine. Right. It's a cool space game that kids will enjoy. And maybe 10 years from now, someone will remember it very fondly, make a spiritual successor, and it'll be awesome. That would be cool. But that's kind of, yeah, it's nothing. But I mean, like, I feel like we're going to get another Star Fox game eventually. I hope someday so. down the road. Anyway, Mike, uh, why don't we go to indie news? Because we've got a lot of cover this week. Sure. So, uh, first up, Moonlighter is now out. Yes. Not today. Woo! Today being November 5th. So did, uh, well, while we were gone, Diablo 3 came out. It's getting really Diablo good Diablo 3 did come out. Very excited really to get that. I want to get it. Um, you should get it for Christmas. Because that's what I'm going to ask for. I'll get it. I'm probably going to get it relatively soon, actually. Really? Because my roommate wants to get it really bad. And oh. he wants someone to play with. Oh. So I was going to get it, like, now-ish. He'll start a new file with me, then. Okay. okay. I was going to ask for Red Dead for Christmas. Uh, because I can play Red Dead. Because I've got a PlayStation. I, I can play Red Dead, you know. There is mm-hmm. a PlayStation. I'm just not going to play it. Uh-huh. Anyway, that's out. Uh, Nidhogg 2 comes out November 22nd. I don't know what that is. You know Nidhogg? No. Where there's the orange fencer and the yellow fencer, and they no. poke at each other with the with the swords. If you say so. Well, it's a 1v1 party game, essentially. Okay. And in the first one, it's just about these two little sword fighters fencing each other on, like, random maps. But the second one expands it to a little bit more complicated graphics and there's also daggers you can throw at each other there's bows you can shoot and there's now great swords that you kind of control like really floppily and it's just a silly game and a lot of people loved the original so i'm not sure if this one's come out on other systems i honestly don't know too much about it other than the basicness of the game Mm -hmm. and it comes out november 22nd on the switch and it's it's one of those indie games that's like it got a big let's play following cool it's one of those kinds of games okay yeah, well, I don't know anything about it, but it sounds cool. But uh, that's all the indie news. We're going to go on to our quick news now. Sure. Would you like to kick us off? Yeah, absolutely. Um, this Splatoon hammer that they showed in the last Direct that had Splatoon information in it is out, I think, today, actually. It is. Um, that's kind of cool. I, I, I'm, I'm, we said this last time they ended up something new. It's always impressive to me how they still make more cool, new, unique weapons for a Splatoon. Yeah, I know, um, right? Like, every time, like, what else could they... Oh, a stamp! Of course, a stamp. If only we could play. Yeah, well, we'll get, we'll get the online. We, we still haven't bought the online. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there though. Um, one thing. This actually was a, a little bit of old news, but uh, it's going to happen. Uh, Square Enix announced that Dragon Quest Builders Two will be getting a demo. So that's kind of exciting. For those who didn't play Dragon Quest Builders 1, there was a demo on the Switch, which is actually the reason I bought the game. I think I did I say yeah, this on yeah. the podcast. I and mean, like, I, I assume there would eventually yeah. be. You you talked a lot about Dragon Quest. God, it was so well. I just like because it was like I was sitting there on a Saturday and I downloaded the demo like eight days beforehand and I was like sitting on the on the couch with Sarah. And I was like, I'm bored. I'm gonna play this demo, okay? She's like, Okay, cool. For two hours later, we finished the demo. We are leaving the house to go buy Dragon Quest <laughs> Builders. It was ridiculous, but yeah. So I'm excited for that. It's coming out in December on Switch in Japan. So I imagine within the next six months, America. Yeah, it'll. I mean, eventually. Yeah, it'll be here. Cool. So I mean, yeah, that's that's cool. Yeah. Moving right along, 
there's a bit, of, a little bit of Pokemon Go news. Pokemon Let's Go news, excuse me. I mean, Gengar Day happened last weekend. Super cool. Yeah. Good time. Um, first up, Cyndaquil Day is November 10th. Yep. This coming Saturday. You can get, um, they just announced a move, I Blast believe. Burn. Yeah, it's the same move that Charizard got for Charizard Community Day. Charmander Community Day. So uh, go out and grab that. It won't ever be as powerful as Charizard. But it's still Cyndaquil. Cool yeah. lava. Cool. Um, next up, um, so Let's Go news. A little bit of Let's Go news that was just shown off in the treehouse. Yes. Uh, there was a 35-minute gameplay thing after the Smash Direct, um, and they showed off a lot of Pokemon Let's Go. And for the first time ever, you can essentially choose your nature for Pokemon when you pick them up. And you can save a boatload of time trying to get a good-natured Pokemon yeah. with the good IVs. So if, essentially what happens is there's an NPC in a Pokemon Center, and you go up to her, and she's like one of those psychic yeah. trainers... And she asks you what set you want to increase. And she gives you colors, which correlate to the stats. And she asks you which one you want to decrease. And she gives you colors, which correlate to the stats. And then you do it, and the effect is a certain amount of time. You go out in the wild, and every Pokemon you catch in that amount of time will have that nature. Cool. So it's not, I change my Pokemon nature. It's, I basically say, I want jolly-natured Pokemon for the next 20 minutes, and they right, give me jolly exactly. nature. And the thing that's so great about that is it's so much easier to get a good IV'd Pokemon in Pokemon Let's Go than it is in a regular Pokemon game. Yeah. That you should get a competent Pokemon to be able to competitively use after you do some training leveling it up. That it should take you five minutes. You know, yeah. like, it's it's not a problem. And yeah, it's like you're running, talking you, about you this... run after the Pokemon you want. Exactly. And then you get it. And they were, they were talking about this on the, on the stream. It's like, it just makes it so much easier, the process. And I want this in a main Pokemon game so bad. Yeah, that would be really cool. Because, like... We we tried to um like get competitive with Pokemon back during Sun and Moon, and the issue is it's so time consuming. And it's one of those things where like if you put in the hours, it becomes easier the longer you do it. So like when we were doing this, we did it with it was me and Matt and Tim and Rob and our friend Luke, and it was like the five of us. And you guys were building your first team, and it took you like six weeks. Yeah. And for me, I finished. We did. We were doing six weeks of teams, and I finished five of my teams in that time because I had done all this already, and I had a bunch of really good IV breed and really good nature Pokemon, like, all the items. That's the issue that I see Pokemon is ag addressing more and more is that it's so hard for new people to get into the competitive scene. Yeah, because once it just takes so much time, and it's like once you get there, you're good. But once you're there, then it's like, what can you do to help? It's like nothing exactly. really. Because like uh, Mike and Tim. They have been playing Pokemon since the beginning. They have competitive Pokemon. They both played competitive Pokemon before. Yeah. This was the rest of our first time getting into competitive Pokemon, and it was just so hard to get there. So I'm glad that I can, like, really bite into it in Pokemon. Let's go. I don't want... We talked about Pokemon Let's Go a little while ago, and I was criticizing it a lot. I don't want people to think that I'm not excited for this game, because I am very much excited You're critical about the game. There's I just, nothing wrong with I that. I think it's important to be critical about the things that you like. Yes. You know? Uh, it's, this is really cool. I'm actually very... I'm getting more excited about this because the game comes out in a week and a half. Yeah, exactly. Next Friday, we're going to be playing this game. Yeah, and you're going to come over to my house because I ordered all the... I yeah, I'm going to get it and I'll be like, bye, Mike, I'm going to play Pokemon. You can catch Pokemon with me. Did you see the um, Did you see the news about what the Pokeball Plus will do? Yes, I did. I was going to bring that up as well. So, Pokemon Go... The Pokeball Plus functions as a Pokemon Go Plus. But, there's the thing about Pokemon Go Plus is that usually you still have to spin Pokestops yourself. Yes. Um, and the Pokeball will still function like that, 
unless you have a Pokemon inside of the ball. Because if you have a Pokemon in the ball, it will spin stops for you. See, so I thought you, you were gonna... also get items. You were? Are you like super excited about this? Of course, I'm super. I excited. was like, I, I saw this and I was sitting in bed with Sarah. I was like, oh. Matt's gonna love this. I lo- I love it so much. Yeah. In um in January I'm going to Disney World. Yeah. And I mean I. You can just first walk of all, around. And spin I need everything. a carnivine, so I'm gonna have my phone out until I catch at you least. You need like ten. At least two carnivines I have to catch with my phone myself, just so I can pr- like know that I get them. Because when you do it with the Pokemon Go, the Pokeball Plus, you just press the it button. It just right? press the button and it throws a single ball at a Pokemon. Either you catch it or you don't. There's no second chance. Yep. So I need to make sure I catch a couple before I just let it go. But once I catch some, like I can just enjoy Disney World and not worry about spinning Pokestops and stuff. It yeah. will just do it for me. Yep. So Pikachu gets to come to Disney World. Yeah. Disney World. Uh, but anyway, yes. Uh, last bit of Pokemon news is that Malmetal and eventually Meltan will get uh, Pokemon trading card game promos. Yep. Um, so that's really exciting. I expected. And maybe, who knows, it will tie into these new Pokemon Pokemon Let's Go uh, tie-in um, decks. starter decks yeah. that they're making. They're making theme decks for, uh, I believe they're called Let's Play Pikachu and Let's, Let's Play, Play Eevee. Eevee. They look super cute. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they've announced deck lists or anything No, yet. they have not. I'm really, I know it's not going to happen. There's no way it's going to happen. But I really may, hope they make cards out of standard for the trading card game that maybe make Pikachu and Eevee a little better. I guess. I don't know. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't but think, I think so either. Super cute. But, you know, those things are good. If you ever think about getting into Pokemon TCG, theme decks are actually pretty solid they, nowadays. Yeah, they're pretty good. The ones that just came out for Lost Thunder are very good. Yeah. Um, but moving right along, did you see YouTube Switch leak? Yeah, it's supposed to come out on the 8th. November 8th, apparently yeah. uh, YouTube is coming to the Switch. That's be which good. I am super excited for. Yeah, it'll be not, something fun. Right, it's not like I'm saying that I'm going to use Nintendo, YouTube on my Switch every day, but like, there's so many times where we're playing Switch games, and then we're like, I got some spicy memes to show you guys, but then we have to switch to the PlayStation, and then we can watch them there. Matt, question? Yes. Do we need Switch Online for it? Because we might. I don't know. I think question. Well, you know, for PlayStation, you do not need PSN to Netflix and stuff. Okay, so maybe YouTube. not then. So maybe not, but Nintendo likes to make things complicated, so who knows? Yeah, well, I'll keep you posted. But, yeah, anyway, um, Diablo Amiibo, we talked about the rumors last week. Yeah. Uh, they are actually real, we have discovered. Yep. And there is a Loot Goblin Amiibo. Yeah. What does he do? I don't... I mean, I think he does the same thing as all the other Amiibo in the game. Um, it looks cute. It's actually... I don't know if you know this. It's a reskin of a of a action figure that they made. Oh, really? Yeah. So, it's like... It's not super different. I didn't but know But if you wanted an Amiibo for your Diablo game, cool. Interesting. I, I mean, like, he's cute. And, like, if I look into a little bit more of what he does... I'm gonna get them. Yeah, maybe. I have enough amiibo that they function in the game that I'll be fine. Uh, I don't have enough amiibo. Stop. Uh, moving <laughs> right along. So this is still a rumor, but it's a rumor that I really hope is true, and I just kind of wanted to talk about it. Sure. Because something's awesome to me is that Mike, have you watched the Castlevania anime no. on Netflix? I have not. Have you heard how great it is? I've heard it's pretty good. It is really good. I haven't finished the second season yet, but um, just because of the incredible positive criticism that it's gotten the producer of it Adi Sankar has supposedly been in talks with Nintendo to create a Legend of Zelda anime cool for Netflix I, I would be cautiously optimistic exactly my my thing about a Zelda anime is first of all it would probably be based off of Ocarina of Time <laughs> which I'm not crazy about but whatever 
Well, um, excuse me, princess. But the other thing <laughs> is that it's harder to make. I feel like it's harder to make a Zelda anime because everyone has a different idea of, of Zelda. who Link you know is, I mean? of who Link is, of the world itself. Because the world changes all the time. Yeah. With uh, Castlevania, I mean, I think it's safe to say that Zelda lore is a little bit heavier, and the world is a, like the world itself, like maps and stuff, are a little more fleshed out in the Castlevania. Because like outside of the castle, outside of the adventure and the games, you can do whatever you want with the rest of the world. You know. Yeah. Castlevania has that open-endedness to it. Like, well, there's a lot of lore, but like, uh, this, it, you can you can kind of mesh it a little bit the way you want to right. if you're making a series. Exactly. Where if you're making a Zelda series, I feel like you kind of got to stay either, on one of the you tracks. You know, really have to stay on a track. It's almost like really hard to get off of that with Zelda unless you make your own original Zelda tale. Yeah. Which would be a very interesting take on it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's that's the rumor. Cool. I hope it's real. Yeah. But, anyway, moving on, Nintendo's holiday guide... Holiday guide? Guide. guide. Nintendo's... Guide. Moving on, Nintendo's holiday guide is online now. It's live. So, if you have some people that you would like to get some nerdy gifts for, go right on there. I looked at it. I skimmed through it. There's some cool stuff on there. Cool. There's, like, um... Like a, a Christmas beanie. Oh, really? So, like, merch and there's, stuff. Okay, but it's like a Christmas... Yeah, there's merch. There's everything on there. Yeah. There's a Christmas beanie that has Pikachu ears on it. Like, Aww. the beanie itself isn't really themed to anything. It's just red and green and, but like, it has and beanie. stuff. But then it's got the Pikachu ears, like, coming out of it, and it's so cute. I gotta go to, I gotta go to a Nintendo store in the next couple days, then. Find some cool stuff for myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, the only other thing we wanted to bring up is uh, Target's Black Friday games sale has leaked. The two things I wanted to bring up... One is a uh, Super Mario Maker themed 2DS, which looks really cute. It's red and yellow. It's cool. But it's the 2DS, not the 2DS XL. Right. Um, the other one I wanted to bring up, just because of what we were talking about earlier, Starlink is the physical version of Starlink, the doorbuster deal, will be $40 for the starter set. I wanted to bring this up because I brought up, specifically, what I used to play the game and really enjoy it was a single, what would be the starter set plus one single weapon pack. All the weapon packs are 30% off. So 30% off $10. You're talking $7. $47 total for this stuff, which would be enough to play the game and enjoy it pretty much as much as you want without having to buy $60. And you still get the Starlink, you know, the, the ship of the R-Wing if you're interested. I, I want to bring this up just because it's cool. I would say that in hindsight, knowing what I know about the game now, this is 100% what I would have done. Uh, me but too. Me just too. Just so you know, you have to be okay with the game shoving advertisements down your throat for the rest of the game. Yeah. Like, you don't, you don't need any of it. You don't need it whatsoever. But the game will try its gosh darn hardest to make you buy yeah. it. Although, once you've seen every enemy and you've died enough times, it stops. Yeah. But it's just like, once you've seen the enemies, it'll tell you what kind of weapon you should use. Mm, yeah. Anyway. But that's anyway, that. I wanted to bring that um, up. Why don't we... Why don't we on three, say together what what our main discussion is this week. Was there news this week? Ready? One, two, three. Our top ten hopes for Pokemon Let's Go. Wow, our top know. four snubs from the Super Smash Brothers. The in-depth analysis of the metaphorical meaning of Sushi Striker. How Starlink would have been better if Slippy Toad was the only playable character. Why Xenoblade Chronicles 2 should be played, but probably won't be for a long time. Why ARMS is the best video game franchise in the past 26 years. Why ARMS needs a dark and gritty reboot. 
why The Legend of Zelda television show is definitely the only thing that's true canon. Why Cappy should have been an alcoholic in Mario Odyssey. Why the game Ice Climber should have been the last game Nintendo ever made, because it's magnum opus. Why Nintendo should have scrapped everything and just made Switch-themed trading cards. Why Pokemon TCG truly is the best version of Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> there we go. I want it out. I beat him out. <laughs> I, I purposely cracked so you keep going. Aww. Uh, I anyway, thought that one was good. That was pretty great. Okay. Yeah, we're talking about the Smash Direct. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about Smash Direct. So, uh, there was a lot of stuff. Yeah, so, I mean, at this point, you know, I'm not saying we're late to the party, but at this point, I mean, if you, listen, if you listen to a Nintendo podcast, and it's like coming or out anything, like a, Nintendo anything, you yeah. look on you know everything about this already. Yeah. So we're going to like skip through the news part quickly and more so talk about our opinions of the whole thing, right? Well, yes. So why don't we why don't we start with that? Yeah. What was your opinion of this direct? I think the direct was actually kind of a little too long. Not a little too long, very much too long. I so I want to make it clear that I I don't have anything against the game. I am looking forward to this game more than any other game that's yet to release this year. But this direct was not a good direct. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, at this, I think they know, at this point, everyone was tuning into the Direct to see what Spirits Mode was, and what the last few characters were. That's why people were listening to this Direct. So it's like, I feel like it was more so, not even an advertisement, but well, more just like an info dump, just being like, okay, here's the information that you don't know. I think, like, yeah, I think it was just to fill, this Direct should have been to fill in the cracks. This direct shouldn't have been, let's go into the help menu and show you everything about the help menu. Let's spend seven minutes on spirits. Sakurai loves his menus, though. Sakurai does love his menus. And for once, he made pretty good menus. So. Yeah. Well, think about it this way. Sakurai has been gone on record about how much he loves Xenoblade 2. So clearly, the man is in love with menus. True, true, yeah. true. Um, but, so yeah, why don't we just go through it? And we'll, we'll, we're going to go through the big things. We're not going to go through things like the help menu yeah. or those other random things that he talked about. Although some of those are really nice. Like, I do really appreciate the fact that there's 11 different languages in the game now. Yeah. I really, really like that. Um, also, can we talk about um, probably the coolest thing ever in the game? Hmm. Black Villager. Oh, yeah. That's awesome, yeah. too. Like, I'm sorry. Like, you know, we're, we're, we're two white boys from New Jersey. <laughs> but, like, listen. Villager can only be white, even in the Animal Crossing games. So I'm happy so that we get Black Villager. It's pretty cool. <laughs> But, um, yeah, so why don't we begin? Yeah. First thing up, instead well, of Roaring Ken. Yeah. What did you have something else to say? No, I'm just saying let's start with fighters, just right. as a whole. So, first of all, I adored that tr that CG opening. Yeah, it was good. I, first of all, because it happened, and uh, Ken came out, and I was like, obviously. Yeah. And then Incineroar, like, you could see his eyes there, and I was like, who is that? And I don't know why it didn't click with me instantly, but, like, oh, I really? looked at the eyes... Because the eyes almost look like Bowser's eyes. Oh, yeah? Like, when they were just kind of there to me. I was like, what? And then, because I was like, oh, obviously it's Incineroar. Yeah. For me, it was like, I mean, I, I, I played through Moon with Incineroar. And then I played through Moon with Incineroar again with Ultra Moon. So it's like, I, I mean, we also kind of knew Incineroar we, was coming. Well, we knew Incineroar was going to be the game. But to see his moveset seems really cool. He seems, his... like, very unique. He's he's a big boy. He's and a big boy. Uh, honestly, you know what the best part about him is? What? The fact that when, when he hits people, he taunts. I love it. After it's every so move. Cute. And his idea of, like, this is, like, the throwing character. Like, it's like, you know, people have good throws. You know, like, Mario's back throw is a good throw. But to say, like, okay, this character 
has better throws than other characters. Is something just like kind of cool and very fitting for who he is yes. as Pokemon. There's there's no character like a like a pro wrestler, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that is super cool. Um Ken is fine. The Ken's people cool. I will say this, the people who who like Ryu are probably super excited to see Ken. And I like Ken. I, I think know, he's cool. I like Ken. I think it's I, I was talking about this the other day with uh with, actually with Tim. Um the problem I have with these characters, and I, I hope they kind of mitigate this a little bit more in this game, is that, like, I, I played Street Fighter Four on the Xbox 360, and I could do the moves and the inputs for these characters. I have a hard time doing it on Nintendo consoles, I, and I feel like because of that, I can't be, like, a good Ken player. Because no matter what, if I press B side as opposed to doing the hook B, I'm, I'm going to be less good just automatically. Like, I think part of that was the issue of you mainly use the 3DS as your controller for Smash Wii U. That is true. I think with a Switch Pro controller, it's going to be a lot easier. Yeah. I just hope that they don't make it like, hey, if you use the button inputs from Street Fighter, they are just, like, a lot better. Because I mm. felt like that was my issue. I was like, I can't play the way I'm supposed to play, quote-unquote, with these characters. So I just hope they kind of mitigate that a little well, bit. Well, like, I mean, even just because of how much of a fast-paced game Smash is, it's a little weird that you do have to put those things in there, yeah. you know? But, um, I mean, hopefully they'll change that. Who knows? Overall, now, I'm, a lot of people have said online, ran, not, like, not, um, people, like, not, like, not personalities, per se, but, you know, Reddit's things. I've seen a lot of people say how disappointed they are in these characters. Like, this is it? This is the end of the characters? Yeah. And I'm like, expectations, guys. Yeah. Um, like, I think this is 100% due to the Grinch League. If the it's, Grinch League hadn't happened... We would be super excited. We would have been like, well, yeah, we kind of knew Ken, and people have known about Incineroar since June. Whatever, though. That's cool, you know? But they were like, oh, Gino was going to be in the game, and he took him out. No, he was never in the game. We got to remember these things. And that's the only reason that was like, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I was like, the drink, the Grinch League has some credibility. I was like, I'm kind of into this. Plus, it's like, I mean, why wouldn't you be into it? Everyone's character that they wanted was in it. But when they said it wasn't real, I was like, oh, well, I'm not, like, super surprised. But... Exactly. It's like, I get why someone would be upset, but also you have no reason to be upset. You know, like, yeah. you shouldn't... No one took it from you. It was never there. It was, ne it was never there. It's... You should never believe these kinds of leaks to begin with. And this is I why. leak season is super fun just to see these outrageous things, but you should never believe it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like... Except, remember the Ken one that came out a couple months ago, a yeah. couple weeks ago? There, there was no denying that was real. Yep. You're like, that was that was real. You saw it. Yeah. But other than something like that, it's like, you, you need to take it with a grain of salt. But moving on, I am a little disappointed because I, while I love both of these characters, I like them a lot, uh, I think Incineroar was a very safe choice for the Pokemon rep. I just... I really would have liked to see them kind of go a little bit more risky with their Gen 7 rep. And, I mean, maybe they will add another Pokemon down the road. But I'm like, why can't you put something crazy in there? You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like, though, and I think we talked about this, like, on our own at one point. It's like, Incineroar was a crazy idea. It's just we all got so used to it because we're all like, oh, well, Incineroar is going to be in the game. So, you know, but if, like, if they announced Smash Ultimate... And then they, we got that first trailer. Everybody is here. And then they announced Incineroar. I, I think we would have been, we would have been much more surprised than we were at this point. Because we're like, okay, there's no Pokemon rep. It's got to be from Gen Seven. Who could it be? You know, um, I almost said Hootie. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
the, the, well, I can't even remember his Decidueye. actual name. Decidueye is in Pokémon DX. You know, Primarina is the least popular of the three. Who are we going to put in? Tapu Koko or Incineroar? I'm saying I wish they didn't pick a starter. And I, like, I also, I think regardless of when they announced Incineroar, I would have had the same feeling just because it's a safe character. Like, oh, he's a wrestler. Let's just put him in there. Moveset comes like that. Done deal. Yeah, but like you said, there's no wrestler Pokemon. Right, and there's no, no wrestler I, Smash. I, I do still think it's cool. Do not get me wrong. I just think they could have gone off the rails with their imagination with some of those other Pokemon. You True. Know? Although I think about Gen 7 Pokemon, I, I think Tapu Koko would have been a fine choice. I like the Ultra Beasts, but I don't think they would have been a good choice. I mean, I like Buzzle. I think Buzzle would have been hilarious. I mean, but but that's my thing, is that, like, I don't... The things that aren't... Don't innately seem like a good choice, you can, with enough effort, make them a good choice. If, if oh, Jigglypuff yeah. was never in the game, and I told you, I want Jigglypuff in Super Smash Bros., you'd be like, that's dumb! Well, it wasn't dumb when she came out, because Jig where Eevee is now, Jigglypuff used to be. No, right, no, and I understand that. But if I were today to tell you, Jigglypuff for Smash yeah, I get what you're you saying. You would be like, that's dumb. I, they, I think they just picked the starter Pokemon, because, I mean, like you said, they're safe, because, you know, at least 33% of everybody who plays the Pokemon Sun and Moon series technically would have at least, you know, will know of or will have developed a bond with Incineroar. Right. So why not pick that Pokemon? Everybody knows who it is and it's popular. Where I don't I don't think that should be how it's always taken. But I, I, as much as I would like, yeah, it's a safe choice. I don't know who I'd want from Gen 7 instead. I mean, I, like, I'm still all for um, Galissapod and Kamoa. I think Galissapod would have been a really cool really choice. Cool. I, I think there are a lot of Pokemon if you like kind of dig deep for it, they'd yeah. be cool. I, I, well, I don't think there wouldn't be Pokemon that are cool. I just think about... Popularity-wise? Yeah, like, which Pokemon I think, like, does everybody like? I think like? there is a moveset that could have been made for Mimikyu. That I'd believe. I, I, I wish I wish there was a moveset that could have been made for Alolan Executor. Oh. <laughs> like, let's be honest. Who doesn't love Alolan Executor? Uh, exactly. <laughs> they, they would have to make a, like, Alolan Executor smaller, and you know how Sakurai feels about that. Yes. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, th those are the characters pretty cool yeah um skipping around just a little bit first pseudo dlc character yep uh piranha plant i love this because you know i what? love this you know what we were just saying everyone kind of, the leaks kind of told us that we had ken coming incineroar was the safe bet and people knew i wish they had moved king k rule to this direct and moved them up but you cannot tell no me one anyone, no anyone said that the, oh yeah, Piranha Plant's going to be in Smash. If you had told me six months ago Piranha Plant was going to be in Smash, I'd be like, uh-huh, is he hanging out with Banjo-Kazooie and Goku? <laughs> but wow, and this, this is so cool, and it's like, it really opens the door. I think a lot of people have been talking about this, like, you know, people who are like, oh, Bandana D can't be a character because he's just like the mook, but like a, a named one. It's like, Piranha Plant's not even named, it's, it's just a plant. Like, I... It's it's so good, and it's honestly like, think about it. Like when I think about iconic Mario enemies, exactly. Goombas, Koopa Troopas, and Piranha Plants are the only enemies that have been in every game mm -hmm. because they were in the first one. And Piranha Plants are the worst. Who hasn't died by jumping on a pipe and getting hit by a Piranha Plant? Yep. And they're like they're cool. They're awesome. They're like the one thing you can't control easily with Cappy. So two things. First of all, I love this idea. Yes. He looks like he plays like a ton of fun. Oh yeah. I can't wait to play as him. Uh, the other thing is. I've always looked at Smash as a um, a Hall of Fame almost. 
You know, you get into Smash, you're you're in that Hall of Fame. You know, you're a big deal. And especially when they started really opening the floodgates to other characters like Snake, you made it the Hall of Fame in Brawl. Cloud, welcome to the Hall of Fame in Smash Four. I'm like, it, it's like an honor almost for characters to be invited to Super Smash Brothers. Yes. And like Piranha Plant, and it's like, on one hand, I get how it's like that's kind of ruining the sanctity of it, but also like you said, first of all, it's a Mario villain. Yeah. So, like, it it is still repping one of the most recognizable characters in the world's enemies. I feel like you can look at it that way. And it itself is also just iconic, you know? Yeah. I feel like even more so than Goombas, people know what a piranha plant looks like. Yeah. It's someone, I was listening to actually another podcast today, and they're like, you know, is he more iconic than Waluigi? It's like, well, I could probably show a picture of piranha plant to my mom and she would know what it is. Exactly. And it's like, we were saying this, you know, Incineroar is the safe bet. But he has a moveset that nobody else has, and that works. There is nothing like this in the game. Exactly, and, and I love that. Yeah, I think I think it's fair to say, just because you're not, you know, you're not some dude who saves the world, or, you know, some main character or a very powerful villain, doesn't mean you can't be iconic. And I think he is iconic. It's also really funny, because if you, um, if you look at this picture that I took um, of the, uh, hold on. Yes, audience, look at this picture that Mike took. I'm going to post it on the Reddit, I'm going to post it on our Twitter. It's a picture of <laughs> if you go to the uh, Mario Kart 8 character select screen and you cross out all the baby Pokemon, uh, all the baby characters and you circle all the characters that are in Smash, you're left with like Toad, Toadette, and Waluigi. And it's like, <laughs> Waluigi didn't get into a Smash, but an item did. <laughs> 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 it's like, I love it. I, I think it's really cool. And I don't think it's going to be like, okay, now we're going to get Goomba and Octorok. Like they're going to come to the game now. It's like, no. But I think it's cool that we got some interesting enemies. Honestly, if you could tell me what... Well, actually, let me ask you this, Matt. What enemy would you like... Like a like a non-named enemy would you want in the game if you had to add another character? It doesn't have to be for Mario, but like... You anyway. want a no-name enemy? A no-name enemy to be added to the game. Does Bandana Waddle Dee count? Uh, because I because I consider him a main character. Of Kirby yeah, I can. I, yeah, I wouldn't consider him this because he's a, he's a, an actual character. Oh, man, that's hard. You want to know what my answer is? I think you'll like it. What? Legend of Zelda Wind Waker Moblins. The ones with the giant spears and they go, <gasps> and they make all the really great faces. That would be cute. Like, things like that. There are, like, there are villains. When I think of Wind Waker, I usually think of that before I think of even Zelda or, you know, the King of Red Lions. I mean, I feel like, I feel like, just because that one's so much, that one's stylized so differently from other Zelda games, they would, I bet they would go with the Breath of the Wild one. Oh, really? But, like, yeah, I But he's so expressive. I love him. <laughs> Man, I don't know what generic enemy I would put in Smash. I, I've never really even thought of that. Oh yeah. Well, I think it's a, it's a cool it's a cool thing to think about. Honestly, when you maybe think about a Metroid. Yeah, mm, maybe. I don't know how they make a moveset for Metroid. But... That would be hard, but I could see it. Why the hell not? Because I mean, like when I think of the Metroid franchise, I think of Metroids before I think of Samus. Yeah. Well, it is called Metroid. It is called Metroid. <laughs> Give me a bullboard from <laughs> from Pikmin. <laughs> Uh, but yeah so cool guys cool guys really cool really cool um there are five dlc characters coming each with um an assortment of songs and one stage each yep which i think is cool for a couple reasons first of all we knew there was going to be dlc characters i i was willing to bet there would be at least five dlc characters and i thought there are five you can buy them each for six dollars or all together for 24 dollars 25 25 dollars excuse me i am also Really excited that we're getting new stage with these because I mean you could have assumed that we were going to, but also Super Smash Bros. Ultimate 
doesn't have a ton of new stages. Yeah. It's really just a, re- a greatest hits of other stages. Well, it's so, not even a greatest hits. It's really like, hey, we're going to take out like Poke Floats and like six other stages, but every other level's in this. Right. Which is cool, but yeah, it's like, even like when you think about this, the game has what, 11 new characters? Which is cool, but then you think like, well, you know, I'm going to be able to play Pichu and Snake and Pokemon Train and all these characters I haven't been able to play. And that's cool, but, you know, it's, it's nice to have some cool new players, right, places exactly. to, to play on. I would like some, some new places, and it's cool that we're getting more new places, because yeah. there weren't a ton of them in the base game. But, oh boy, these DLC characters. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for that. Uh, do you have any ideas of who you want? I I, w- I really wish Banjo-Kazooie would be in the game. That's, like, my hope. I would honestly want him more than Geno. Like, I think Geno's really? cool. I, I would like another... I would think Paper Mario as some kind of rep would be cool. You and I talked about the Rabbids, how we wouldn't mind, like, Rabbid yeah, Peach Yeah, I wouldn't or mind Rabbid Peach in the game. Which would be funny, because then we'd have Peach, Rabbid Peach, and Daisy. That would be cute. Um, It's just a lot of... Yeah, there's It's so open that makes me really excited. I think we could spend more time just talking about that, even. Yeah, we, we could spend more time talking um, about but that. But I want to just go through all the stuff, because we have so much stuff. Yeah, there's a lot more stuff to go um, through. So, um... You want to talk about the me outfits? Yeah, let's let's go there. Labo Man! Let's go. Oh, it's I love just, it. It's, it's lit, like, you know, they're like, oh, you're the fighter. No, you are the fighter. It's you standing in that Labo kit you bought, even though you're a 24-year-old man. <laughs> you're like, yeah, Labo man. I, I really love it. Like, that is, for me, that is the me fighter. Yes. You know, like, that. that's what I would use for all me fighters that I make. Yeah. I love look, it so much. The new ones look really nice. They do look really nice. And it looks like they, we were, we were, they were showing a couple things during the treehouse. They showed that a lot of, all the characters, I think all of the old ones are coming back, even characters who, like, are now in the game, like Isabel. Because, right. like, Captain Falcon has a me outfit that you can wear and stuff like that. But the new ones look really cute. I really don't think Rex will be in the game. I think the me outfit is all he will be getting, especially because they also showed that Nia... The uh, one of the other playable characters from Xenoblade Two is a me costume that you just have in the game. I I think Sakurai really likes the characters in in Xenoblade. I think that I. But it, to me, it's like I could put five new characters in that I probably already have the contracts for if they're third parties of any kind. I'll put these costumes in, and they look really cool. The Rex hair looks cool. The Rex outfit looks cool. And like always, they'll have those. You know, people make those designs of here's a fighter, and it's. It's, it's like the me that you use to be Rex, quote-unquote. And it has the little dude in the back. In the back of his, uh... Yeah. It, what's his name? You know what I'm talking about. Gramps. Gramps, yeah. Gramps is in the back of his, his salvager helmet. I think it's very unlikely. Like, very unlikely. But I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that Rex is one of these DLC characters. I would think Pyro before Rex, honestly, at I this would point. think of them as a tag team. Yeah. But, I mean... Depends on what part of the game. I mean, Pyra, Pyra, when Pyra has the has the the sword. I haven't gotten there yet. No, no, no. I'm saying like when she uses like burning sword or whatever, like their super oh, okay, moves. Okay, like okay. when the, when when the blade gets the weapon, stuff's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it, yeah, I mean, it could be cool. I, I think I think it. I, I think DLC is just so exciting, and the good thing is we're gonna get it within a year and three months of release. Exactly. So it's something to really look forward to. And I mean, to. who knows? Maybe there would be a season two. Yeah. I doubt it. But I maybe. doubt it, too. Um, um, can we talk about some snubs? Yeah, let's talk about the rip. So, Springman is an assist trophy. Springman is an assist I'm gonna trophy. Be girl is a costume. I'm going to be honest with you, though. I didn't think they were going to get any representation. Yeah, you know, I was really surprised when I saw him there at all. Like, I, I think... I still... 
I will say this with DLC fighters, I still have a hope for Min Min just because the director of ARMS loves Min Min I so think, much. I think we'll get either Min Min or Twintel. Yeah, one of the, it has to be the one of the two of them. If, if, any of if them. they're in there to begin with. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the fact is, is, even if I just had to make a Ribbon Girl a Ribbon Girl me fighter as my me brawler. That's cool. That I'm okay with that, yeah. Uh, what else? Um... Who Shadow. else does? Shadow the Hedgehog. Shadow. So if you remember last week, um, uh, Matt over here said, and I quote, if Shadow is not a playable fighter, I will eat a shoe. <laughs> Just know that I'm holding him to that. I told all of our friends. I told our friends on Twitter. I told my girlfriend. I'm telling my, I told my brother who doesn't even really know you that well. I was like, listen, just make sure you hold Matt accountable because he said he'll eat a shoe. So. All right, Mike, bring me, bring me the shoe. Shoe eating will happen. Um, so that's exciting. <laughs> Bring me the shoe. Um, but here is the ultimate snub, though. I had to tell Matt after the fact. The day after the direct, they updated the website, and who's an assist trophy? It's Skull Kid. That hurt. Oh, that that one hurt. hurt. Um, Isaac is also an assist trophy. Again. Yes. Black. I've seen a couple of people hope for Black Knight. Yeah. Black Knight is an assist trophy. I, I honestly, I didn't think Black Knight was going to be in the game. But I, of all the the Fire Emblem characters to be an assist trophy, the Black Knight, like I, you didn't play Path of Radiance, he's a really important character, and I'm really happy he's in it. And it's like, so I feel for a lot of these, it's just almost like mean that they hit him for so long, because like they're not stupid; they've seen what everybody's saying. But they still kept some of these secret to the last possible minute. Well, I think and they I'm did like, that. Come on. I mean, I would have done that because it's like if they had announced, like, think about it, even with the 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 Grinch leak, if they had announced all of the the assist tra- trophies already, then that would have put down what three of the 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 fake characters that were going to come out. And it's like as much as I think it was like, oh, that's 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 a little rough. At the same time, listen, this is the last one. They're like, okay, you know, we've had our secrets. Here you go. I mean, how much worse would it have been if you like they didn't say anything, and then you and I are playing Smash on December seventh? You're like, oh yeah, that would have sucked. Yeah, could you imagine the first time I opened the Shadow Assist trophy? I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even the, I, I was a little bummed the type of Coco is a Pokemon, and that means he's not a chance for DLC. Yeah, that's a bummer. It's yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Those are the snubs, but I'm okay. The one thing I want to talk about in terms of characters as well is the Amiibo schedule. Yes. So Ridley, Inkling, and Wolf are coming out on launch day, which is cool. All three are already pre-ordered. Let's really? go. All three? You got yes. Wolf? I cool. did get I, I want them all. I only got Ridley, and I'm really excited about Ridley, but um, Wolf would probably be the other one I'd choose if I were to get another one. It's February 15th. We'll be getting King K. Rule, Ice Climbers, and the Piranha Plant. I think I'm going to get the Ice Climbers. I'm getting all of them. You're getting all of them. 2019 it will be seeing another Isabelle. This will be the third Isabelle amiibo. Getting my third Isabelle amiibo. Pichu, Daisy, Young Link, and Ken. One that I wanted to bring up, we still don't have any dates for Incineroar, Krom, Snake, the Pokemon Trainer, or either of the Belmonts. It will probably come out sometime this summer, I'm willing to bet. I'm hoping so. And then I, I mean, bet the last five, um, the five DLC characters will probably come out as one wave. I, I imagine. I think it's weird to think, like, I mean, probably the same thing with, like, how the last the last Smash one to come out. I mean, Cloud was one of the last characters, but Corrin came out before Cloud did. Right. And it was, like, and same with Bayonetta, just because the licensing is probably weird for the Amiibo. So they're probably waiting on the Belmonts and on Snake. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited to see how they do Pokemon Trainer, because, I mean, we have Charizard, and I'm sure for, you know, for terms of unlocking the Pokemon Trainer, if, if you know, if he's not if he's not easy to unlock you just pop down your charizard and call it a day but i mean Krom has an amiibo 
but no one uses it. Right. Because it was for one game. But you could, if you have it, you could probably use it. Yeah, oh, yeah, you could. I want to see the Incineroar amiibo. I imagine I'll be oh, like doing yeah, that like, like, hands out yeah. thing. But I, I would love to see him also like in like a running. That could be cool. I think they could do a lot of cool things with yeah, that amiibo. Yeah, that, that'll be cool. Um, I found it interesting that Piranha Plant is coming out in February. Because if you remember in the direct, Sakurai said it might take us a couple months to get Piranha Plant out, but he will be there for you eventually for free. And I'm like, I hope he makes it by February. Well, it's implied. I mean, the the date for getting him. So if we didn't really talk about this, but I'm sure you know, if you buy it physical, just register your gold points, and the date is January 31st, 2019. That's when you have to do it by. Right. So I think the estimated release would be February, and that makes sense. About three months for a character. That's yeah. usually what we do. Um, especially with all the balance I'm probably going to do right when the game comes out. And then if we keep on that schedule two to three months per character after, we'll get us five characters in 12 months. I mean, I hope so too. But it gives us a cool, it like says like clearly they think they're going to have it ready. Exactly. That's the Amiibo. Let's move on to um, one mode that I found not necessarily disappointing, but I was like, oh, all right. Yeah, the spirits. The spirits mode looks... I mean, obviously, there's a lot of information. They're replacing trophies. They're kind of like the stickers from Subspace Emissary. They they, they are... If if Smash was an RPG, these are the gear. Yep. This is the equipment. It's like they level up like mobile games. You yeah, make I, new ones. I was going to make the... I've, I haven't seen anyone really make this um, connection, but it's to me, it looks very much like a mobile game. Yeah. They have, like, star levels, and you level them up, and you can combine them or, like, use them as materials for your amiibo. Um, I did... They didn't show, like, how you can, like, craft them together to make certain characters. And apparently it's not random. Like, someone showed that if you... There's, like, a... There's, like, a... Uh, a spirit that is a cardboard box for Snake, and then I think it's paint and a pair of scissors, and that's how you make the Paper Mario one. Like, so they kind <laughs> of make these characters, like, unlockable. Um, important note is that someone did find, um, a couple Yoshi ones and a couple Mario ones. So just because there's a spirit doesn't mean the character can't be playable later down the road. Yeah. I saw that there's a, there's a rabid Kong from the Donkey Kong yeah, DLC, cool. not just regular rabid Kong, DLC rabid Kong, which makes me really happy. They look cool. It looks like, you know, it, it's kind of taking a bunch of things and putting them into one. It's like... It, it takes the custom elements of, like, custom moves and subspace emissary stuff. It takes challenge mode that was in other games to make these weird challenges to try to get them. Um, and it looks like it's some kind of way to, you know, like, something to, to kind of just, like, spend your time doing. Like, you know, they, they train and they go for treasure and stuff like that, and it does it without you playing the game. Right, and it's cute. I don't think I'll spend a lot of time doing it. I will probably spend a lot of time collecting them. Here's, here's my thing with spirits. Smash is a game that you will predominantly play with your friends. Yep. You'll mostly, at the end of the day, I mean, when it comes out, you'll probably be playing it all the time. Yes. I will be playing this game all the time. All the time. But long term, in the long game, this will be a game that you will take out to play with your friends. Yes. And I cannot see, at least our group of friends, I cannot see us going, let's do a spirits battle. I don't you imagine know? I will like, either. I don't think we would ever do that. So I like this for the adventure mode. That's coming. And the challenge I think it ones, will be I think, great be cool. for doing that. The challenge ones will be cool. But I don't see us doing it. Like, maybe because you and me will both own the game. And we will both be putting a lot of hours into the game. And we will know what each of the spirits do to some degree. We might be like, I want to show you my strategy with spirits. And, and then honest, we can face each other like that. I was going to say that. that would be cool. I think the fact that it's on the Switch and the Switch is a mobile device. It's, a, it's kind of a one-per-person console. Yes. Especially for gamers. There's a higher chance of you and I playing with spirits mode because 
the two of us have our own files with our own spirit right. setups. Right, we can connect our switches, and then we'll be like, I will face you with my stuff, and you'll face me with your stuff. But I don't imagine it. I don't imagine having a lot of long-term thing. I hope they have the little descriptions like they did on the trophies, though. Yeah, because I've I like some that people a say lot. That. I really hope they do, and I could see them doing it. I mean, even just like a blur of like three, four sentences is is not a lot, and it would, it, I think, would take it a long way. It's that would be cute. I I never had an attachment to trophies. Um, I the only Smash games that I've owned were Brawl and Smash Four, and I really never spent much time with the trophies that I can really remember. So I don't. I'm. I know. I understand why people are torn up about trophies not being in the game because they were very special to some people. But I don't have that connection to them, so... I don't have a connection to the trophies themselves. I just like being able to read about the characters. Right, and, that and is, that's that is what cool. I like. I know who Micaiah is, the main character from Path of Ra- uh, Fire Emblem... Not Path of Radiance, but it's, its sequel. But, like, offhand, I couldn't tell you a lot about her. But I'd like to be able to be like, oh, yeah, I remember that game. I remember that character. Or, like, right. some series I don't know a lot about. Oh, that's that guy who did the thing from that storyline. Exactly. Or things you don't know anything about. It yeah. can get you interested in games you've never heard of. Yeah. So that is cool. I saw Shantae had a sticker. Yes, she did. And I was like, that's cool. Twin Tell has one, too. Twin Tell does have one. A Rex uh, Tora has one, which made me really excited because <laughs> I, I was talking to my brother, and he's like, He's like, who's Rex and why do people keep talking about him on Smash? I was like, he's the main character from Xenoblade 2. He's like, he's not the spinning cutter guy. I was like, no, 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 no. 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 Because that was like a that was a kind of like a meme in my house, because we I'd be playing on the TV and my brother and his friends would be here, and they're just like listening to the game, and every time you hear spinning cutter! <laughs> and, I, and it got so annoying to the point where I I unequipped Tora with spinning cutter, so he couldn't actually use the attack anymore. <laughs> It was it was a big deal. Oh man! Ugh. But that that is the spirits mode. We yeah. won't go into it as much as as Sakurai, Sakurai did. did. That that was one of the worst parts of directing. I was yeah. Like, okay. They could have they could have put spirits mode into about a five minute increment, and the game and the direct would have been a lot shorter. But who knows? But yeah, it's like damned if you do, damned if you don't. Because if it was too short, I'd be like, it was too short. I didn't hear anything. Now exactly. it's too long. I didn't hear everything. But uh, moving right along, it's the online. So I do not just because my uh, my internet in my house is trash like yes, genuine is. trash absolute trash i don't see myself going online very much i'm definitely going to buy a land cable to at least try though oh really uh yeah because I, I do want to i just don't think i will be able to so i will the online looks amazing yeah like they they were like you want online this you want online that you want online this we're gonna give you all those plus 30 different other options yeah and i'm like wow <laughs> there's a lot of stuff i think they were really smart because they they truncated it in a way that like even if you want to do, you know, two-player, two-man stock, or you want to do stupid time matches with only Pokeballs, you, you're you all going to the same mode. So if just because you can't find someone who wants exactly what you want, it's not like, well, you don't get to play. Because you want to do it this way, and nobody else wants to do it that way. It's like, listen, it's not what you wanted, but it's three-man stock, and items are on really low. Is that okay? And I like that they have that because it's like, right. if you want to play fun ways, you can play fun ways. If you want to play like, you know, competitive ways, you have that option, but it's all in one area, which I think is smart. And Plus, I mean, they made the, the that, that elite smash mode. So once you play it for a little while, if you really just like, I want to do three stock, no items, whatever, go to elite smash. Right. That's your... Well, I mean, you gotta, you gotta work up to it. You gotta yeah, but they earn said, it first. But they said your, your global smash power can go up just by playing single player. So like, if you play a lot of single player before you even get to playing online, it's not like, oh, you don't get to play. No. You, you may get raffle stomped in elite though. Yeah. I, I, I have to imagine, and someone else said this 
if, if they advertise it the way they do, I don't think it's like only the top tier players will get there. I think it just have to be like, listen, you're competent at Smash. You're pretty good at Smash. You'll probably be able to at least reach Elite. Yeah, you might get stopped, but you probably can at least get there. Right. Okay. That's what I hope, at least. <laughs> well, we hope. Yeah. But we'll see what happens with that. I like the little Smash tags. I think that's cute. Oh, I think it's cute, too. I like that idea. Um. Also, people were saying how, like, like that's like the ultimate, like... Um, the ultimate gloating to a campaign. Like, wow, look at your smash tag. This was so easy to get. It's like, wow, look at my, uh, look at my profile. I have so many smash tags from Matt. I just keep selling them, but I keep getting them back. <laughs> It'd be silly. I think it's fun. It's it's definitely cute. Um, I really like the online or the mobile app thing they're doing. Yeah, I think not the, the not the not the the Switch one, but the other. It's two different apps. I think it's within the Nintendo Switch oh, Online app. I really like the idea of being able to post replays on there. Yeah. I love that. I love it. I think it'll so be a much. cool place to post like silly screenshots and crap like that. It'll mm-hmm. be cool. I, I think it's a good way to, to kind of truncate all of the Smash content if you really want to see it, especially in the beginning. Right. But um do you want anything else you want to talk about with online? I think the online's cool. Uh, no, I think it's I think it's very good. I really like the friend lobby. Yeah, that was a brilliant idea. I think just like moving your token around is just it's so simple, but like it's a really clean interface, you know. Yeah, I, oh, I like want to spectate now, I want to do this. I mean, okay, we, I want to play now, yeah, I'll do this. We hang out so much just together, I don't know how much we will actually use that. But I really like it. I mean, imagine if we weren't all so close to one exactly. another. Exactly. Then, then we would use it all the time. All the time. Uh yeah, the store. They talk about the store for a little bit. Um, I want to talk about this. I, I like the idea of you still have to unlock songs, but you don't have to find them from CD hunting. Like, it's just buy them in the store. Cool. It's like a way to use your money because part of the reason, and they get smashed four, you had all this money. It was like there was nothing to do with it because it's like if you bought the trophies that were on sale, you were kind of done. Right. Between this and this also being how you're going to buy me outfits, I really like because I'm going to. I'm gonna get so much money because I want all the me outfits. Oh yeah, they they and they showed that the that not only is Tornado Strike still a move for the me swordsman, but the pirate outfit is also making its return. So yes. I will still be able to be the captain, and it's very important to me. Congratulations! Thank you. That's my me swordsman. Yeah, captain. no, it, it is super cool. Yeah. Um, but moving right along. Yeah. Um, some cool items. There's a bunch of cool items that they showed. I like the I like the new assist trophies, which we kind of talked about already. Yeah, I like them. I um, uh, who is it? Rathanos. Rathalos. Rathalos. He's an assist trophy and he's a boss. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple other assist trophies that I hope they do that with, like uh Wily. Yeah. The Wily capsule. I hope they do that with. I think the Black Knight could be a cool one. I think it'd be cool. Bit, yeah. Right. They also talked about um just something that they showed on the menu when you were setting up your online battles, where they had like a bar and it was like items on or off but then they also had just like smash ball assist trophies pokeballs items and you could like turn one of them on and off which i thought was a really smart idea because like how many people like just love playing like okay we're just playing smash but we only have pokeballs mm-hmm. and like instead of having to go into the menu turn everything off go to pokeball turn on, it's like no there's a pokeball button there's a smash ball button there's an assist trophy button because like let's be honest those are the items everyone likes the most right and like you want to play with all the items you press with all the items but i'm happy that they have like just this very clean way of only it putting is very them on. nice. I wonder if you can choose which Pokemon will pop out of. Pokemon I wonder. Balls. I wonder if it'll go that far, or vice versa with um, assist is trophies. trophies. I don't know. I could see it. I mean, with this game, why not? Exactly. Um, but yeah, the uh, the items do look really good. Um, but moving right along, there's a bunch of other little tweaks you can do along with custom battles. Yeah, I like the idea of like being able to give certain characters handicaps. Yes. 
So like, listen. Or players. Yeah, I like I think about it like this. Like, okay, let's say we all get like. I mean, we're pretty. I'd say we're pretty good Smash players. We're all fairly good Smash players. But let's say we got like really good. It's like okay, let's just like put Bayonetta on a minus one. All right, if anyone picks Bayonetta, you can pick Bayonetta. She's the minus one. That's okay. <laughs> you know, maybe Cloud's minus two. I mean, I play Cloud a lot. But let's be honest. No, like, you see, you you're looking at it like that, but I was looking at it like let's mess around. And let's take this Bowser. We'll choose someone to play Bowser. We'll put Bowser all the way at the top. And we'll do an eight-person smash. It's Bowser versus everybody else who we will negative yes. down. Or or everyone against Isabel. Did you or, see the Isabel footage of her using her popper and knocking three people off the stage yes, for 40 seconds? It was popper beautiful. popper is scary. Yeah. She's going to be good. I can't wait. Someone I was listening to is like, I hope my dream is to have people talk about Isabel in the next year, the way that we're talking about Bayonetta right now. Oh my god. It's like, I can't wait to play Isabel's Isabel. broken. We can't play Isabel. <laughs> Ban Isabel <laughs> tournaments. Um, the other thing I want to talk about, though, is, um, and it's a little, a little sad, is is the cut stuff. There's a lot of stuff that got cut. Yeah. Custom uh, moves are gone. A lot of it, I'm not surprised at. Yeah. Custom moves are gone, yeah, but no one's going to miss them. No. Smash Tour and Smash Run are gone. I think I'm going to miss Smash miss Run a little, a little bit. Smash Tour, no. I think... Here's the thing about Smash Tour. I think Smash Tour... I do think Smash Tour was good. I just don't think enough people played it, and I think it had a couple of missteps. But I think the idea of it was very good. Yeah. Which is a pity. Um, the stage builder's gone. I am devastated by this one. Yeah. You know how much I like level editors. Yeah. It's like one of the things where like, I'm, I'm torn, but then I'm also not. I'm like, first off, yeah, it's a bit of a bummer. We're not going to have stage builder anymore. Then again, I'm never going to be, like, there's never going to be those kids who are, you know, unfortunately subjected to, hey, I made a smash level. It's a box with a little square for an opening and there's spikes everywhere. Like, we don't have to deal with that stupidity. I, Matt's giving me a smile. Like, he knows he's done this before. Oh, no one's going to have to play on a level that looks like phallic imagery. Like, that would be the, you think that wouldn't be the first and only stage I'd be like, you know... Some <laughs> I can think. Okay, hold on. <laughs> you don't think I make terrible, terrible stages? So it's like as much as I miss it, I'm like, from a design standpoint, I got a hundred and three stages to pick from. I think I can figure it out. Well, like I also like to make actual stages. I do too, but I always found it's like it's it's a lot of work. I love that and so much. It, it is a pity it's gone. Honestly, you know what I'm more upset about? Hmm. Break the targets is gone. So it's home run care. contest. I don't care. That's just crazy to me because they're both. I mean, break the targets is is from the first game, and home run contest has been in since the second. Um, Where's sandbag gonna be? Is he only gonna be an item? But everyone loves the sandbag. I don't know. Sandbag for Smash. That would be great. Sandbag. What for is Smash. sandbag? Is the final boss of the adventure mode? No. I mean, maybe <laughs> we actually know who it is. It's called his name is Galim. Oh. He's on the he's on the website. I know, but that is a great way to transition to story mode. Uh, I don't know if I would call it story mode. I think uh, I call it an adventure mode. Yeah, adventure mode. Uh, because I and I say that because Sakurai has said several times in the past that he's not crazy about the way um the cutscenes for Smash were uh for for Brawl were put online, and he has now said for World of Light, which is what it's called. You probably know that. Um, is that they are more looking towards fun than story. Yeah. And that first trailer is apparently the only trailer in the game. What do you mean? That's the only cinematic. Really? Apparently. I have not heard that. I heard... In Japan, the Japanese Direct made it very clear that this was either the only one or one of very, very few. I bet there will be few, but I I bet there will be a couple. I think there'll be one at the end and one at the beginning, but that'll be it. I, I mean, I don't know what the rest of them will be like. And it's like, I'm not expecting a crazy story. I just want something... I do want something fun. 
with a bunch of Nintendo characters teaming up. I'm yeah. not expecting some crazy story. It looks I think fun. Subspace Emissary, in retrospect, was a little complex in the story. It didn't have to be like that. It just needed to be something cute to watch these characters team up with each other. And that's yeah. what I wanted. And it's like, it does... I'm really excited, honestly, for me, more so than anything, is the bosses. Um, one thing they did show is... So, if you go on the website, obviously, we saw Gallium from uh, Subspace Emissary, the big purple guy. But apparently, the bad guy's name is Galeem. G-A-L-L-E-E-M. And also, if you go on the website, there are a couple characters that are shown on the boss page, and I'd like to share those with you. So, in addition to Galeem, Rathalos, Gallium, who we've seen... Um, the the other pictures on the screen show um they show the werewolf in Castlevania in addition to the other Castlevania bosses which we saw in the Simon Belmont original mm-hmm. trailer uh Balder from Bayonetta two is apparently going to be a boss and here's one that I think you'll be excited about Matt King Bulbin from The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess the guy really? on the bridge with the big the big boar man That's cool. he's on the page so it I think if if they're picking these bosses to show off, I really think that they're going to put a lot of bosses in this game. At least I hope. I mean, think about it. There's no Pokemon there. You could literally take everyone who's not Ridley or Meta Ridley from Smash Brawl and bring them into this game as a boss. I mean, I'm sure Master Hand will be a boss. Crazy Hand will be a boss. Uh, you know, it, it's exciting to me because I love boss rush modes. And I'm sure right. once the adventure mode is over, you'll get some kind of boss rush equivalent. Exactly. And, I mean, I just hope they make all these bosses creative. Yeah. I hope they're all fun to play. Obviously. Well, I mean, you'd say that, but you know how many times I died on the intense difficulty against Porky? Porky was the worst boss. Absolutely the worst boss to play mm-hmm. against. That's not here nor there. He's the worst. But, no, I just, um, I hope they really do delve into this boss thing. I hope there are a lot of them. Yeah. I hope, I think in a perfect world, we would get at least one boss from each franchise. That would be, that would be amazing. I don't know if that'll happen. Yeah. I doubt it will happen. But they even said they don't want to say a lot about World of Light because they want it to be a surprise. Yeah. So I'm betting there's a lot more to it than we know right I now. agree. And honestly, especially with this way they're saying that, like, hey, you can KO assist trophies. That means basically any assist trophy could be given a couple other moves and become a boss. Like, yes. Alucard could easily be a boss. He's got so many moves in assist trophy. So, I don't know. I'm excited. This also brings me back to actually the one character I would really like is DLC. And it's not going to happen, but God, I can hope. I, I want Taboo. I think I think putting oh, a Smash rep in Smash. I mean, we already got we already got Petey Piranha in the game from from Smash, not just Petey right. Piranha from like you know Sunshine. No, it's the one with the cages. Yep. So I don't know. I I love that though. Mm-hmm. I think he's just an interesting character. His design is cool, and you know if you make him smaller. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, that that would be cool. But yeah. that's everything we know about Smash right now. Yep. Um. So. Thoughts on the direct? It was okay. It was, it was a fine it was direct. It was a direct game. You want to know it was pretty long. Thoughts on the game? I have never been so excited. I, well, I, I mean, honest, that's, that's exactly Honestly, I didn't... But, I, it, it's like it's so much more real now. Right? I was like, man, I've only got... We have a month and two days from yeah. the time of recording. Like, next week, I'm taking... I'm going to put in my day off of work request for that Friday. Mm-hmm. Because I want to take off that day. I want to. I want to pick it up at midnight. And I want to play it until like three in the morning and pass out and then wake up at ten and play it all day. So then on Friday when we all get out of work and we all come out, I can have like enough characters that we can all hang out and play and get a lot of characters. But that's why I got to play mine so I can unlock the characters. Well, we got to. We got to. We got to get all the characters. Right. So we got to play mine so I can get all the characters. No, I'm gonna have all the characters. But that's no fun because I want to unlock the characters. No. See what we do is we get all the characters and we'll play one tournament and they'll be like, okay. We're good. Now we got to go to Matt Switch so we can unlock all the characters. Uh huh. 
know what's more fun than lock the characters once? Lock all the characters three times. Because mm-hmm. Tim's going to buy the game, too. And you're going to do it all on Tim's also? Yeah. That'll be it. You're Tim's like, going to go to work, and he's going to come back. He's like, Mike, did you beat Smash for me? And you're like, yeah. And that's when my- Tim throws you out a window. Yeah. Tim! <laughs> come here! Hi. Hi. Hi, Tim. Okay, Welcome so to here's the scenario, right? Thank you. Here's the scenario. Um, you both buy Smash Ultimate, right? Uh-huh. And uh, you, loving the game, you go to work, uh-huh. and you come back to Mike playing your your Nintendo Switch, and he unlocked every single character for you. Are oh, you happy or upset? How upset are you? Pretty upset. Okay. Would you throw him out a window? This is important. I, I don't know if I'd throw him out a window, but I'd... Do it on his Beat switch. him senselessly? No, no, I'm only... No, but you don't understand. This is mine. Mike oh. we're talking about. He's oh, yeah. gonna do it within five hours. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> no, you're right, you're right. No, I wouldn't throw him out the window, but I'd tell him he'd at least owe me, like, like a p- couple pack of magic cards. <laughs> That's fair. You know? Thanks, Tim. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you for your time. Thank you, thank you, Tim. Thank you. Thank you, good night. What? No, okay. Thank you. Get out of here. Get out. Anyway... Um, so... So that's our show. That's our show. Um, me and Matt, we want to kind of announce this a little bit, but just so you know, uh, we're going to do something a little more official next week, but yes. we're going to have our month of December be all about Smash. I know Smash you're going to hear a lot about Smash, but we want to kind of take it from, you know, this 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 casual competitive side that we play. You know, where we play, we don't go to tournaments, and but we're pretty good at the game, but we play with our friends, and we want to explore And not even just, not even a casual competitive quote-unquote side, but just... The fun of the game, stuff about the game. This is just discussions about the game, talking yeah. about how much fun we have with the game, our personal stories with the game. Uh, we're also starting a YouTube channel yeah. with um, some of our other friends, uh, also called the Pink Gold Peeps, yeah. which will be on YouTube sooner or later. And um, a lot of our videos in the month of December, we hope to have it out by then, will be Smash videos. Yep. A lot of Smash videos. We want to make a lot of Smash content for you guys. Yeah, and I'm hoping, so, we're gonna, this is gonna make us move our top games of 2018 into January. Well, I mean, but, I assumed it was gonna yeah. be in January anyway. But I'm hoping that this means that uh, by the last week of 2018, hopefully we'll both have completed uh, World of Light and we can give you a, a spoiler review of World of Light, if right. that's something you're interested yes. in. Yes. Um, but anyway, so let's wrap up our show. This is a long episode. This is a long episode. Um, Matt, give us a fun fact. Okay, my fun fact is you shouldn't watch Nintendo Directs at your desk at work. What's wrong with that? Because you'll cheer. And then you look like an idiot. I didn't cheer. I did. Uh, Alright. I was excited. My my fun fact is room with Tim, because sometimes he buys you vanilla Coke. Because that's what he came in here with, and I have a vanilla Coke now, and I'm a very happy boy. Gross. Um... You can always email us if you're interested on what we're talking about. If you want to tell us what you would like to hear us talk about, uh, you can email us at Gmail. It's pinkgoldpeeps, all one word, at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, at pinkgoldpeeps. Again, it's all one word. I tend to post some stupid stuff on there from time to time. Sometimes. We had a great game of Jackbox 5, which uh, those a couple of screenshots of that are going to be up later this week. I want to post them because they have our favorite, our favorite president of Nintendo of America in it. Uh, so look uh, look into that. You can also subscribe to us on SoundCloud, Pinkled Peeps, and iTunes at Pinkled Peeps Feed. That's just gonna no have us. Gonna be, there's no at. No, there's no at. Well, I'm saying like at the 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 address. Where I you guess. find it? Yeah, sure. yeah. Uh, Rick's record made our opening, and he's a really cool dude. Uh, I think that's it, right? We covered everything. Right? I yeah. I do think that's it. Well, there's only one real thing left to do. Nope. Ciao. Mm.